0: When I am out and about the church, I often ask what is distinctly Lutheran about our witness to the gospel. Grace is almost always the answer. Many other Christian and religious traditions also claim that grace is important if not foundational to their self-understanding. So what do we, as the Lutheran movement, uniquely say about grace? Grace is the free gift of God. Martin Luther wrote, Grace does so much that we are accounted completely righteous before God. For grace is not divided or parceled out, but takes us completely into favor for the sake of Christ, our intercessor and mediator. Luther is making the evangelical point about grace, that it is not up to us, rather, it is God's good pleasure. Grace is not something God does, rather grace is who God is. This gracious God is not an abstraction, but is made known in the flesh and blood person, Jesus. Sometimes I think we have the nagging doubt that free doesn't really mean free. Some might disbelieve for joy. How is it possible that it is God's good and gracious will to give this grace? How is it possible that God can love so completely? How can I be so loved? This is a transactional world, after all. I do something for you, so you will do something for me. We either can or must do something to set the transaction in motion. It is contrary to the way of the world that so much life should be given so freely. Or somehow, we need to hedge our bets and supplement God's action. This is not new amongst the people of God. In Exodus, we see that the Israelites find themselves in the wilderness wandering and hungry. Memories of the fleshpots of Egypt had erased the bitter taste of slavery, oppression, and infanticide. So God promised bread to eat, and God promised enough. Inevitably, Some gathered more, adding human agency to God's gift. These were the, there's no such thing as a free lunch, Israelites. And some gathered less, unable to believe such complete love. These were the Lutheran Israelites. My hope is that when we in the ELCA speak about grace, we will speak as true evangelicals that God, out of an abundantly fatherly or parental love, not only created all things, including humankind, good, but God also sent Jesus as the embodiment of that very love to save us from ourselves, enduring the worst that humankind could do against God's embodied mercy, even enduring the rejection, humiliation, and shame of the cross, and raised Jesus as a demonstration and promise of God's forgiving love. Here's a good Lutheran question. What does this mean? It means that we are free. We are free from spiritual bondage, from the law's accusation and judgment, from the necessity of saving ourselves. And we are free for, we are free for love and service to our neighbors. The freedom that comes from God's grace propels us into the public square. Our work and advocacy and disaster relief, ELCA world hunger, God's work our hands Sunday, all flow from the freedom we have in Christ. Luther was pretty clear when he wrote, a Christian is Lord of all, completely free of everything. A Christian is servant of all, completely attentive to the needs of all. I have a vision of the Lutheran movement spilling out into the streets in joyful service to the world God so loves. Thousands and thousands of us in our yellow God's work our hands t-shirts engaged in our communities bringing hope and wholeness. We can be the alternative face of Christianity in today's culture. When the world sees the Church only as judging and condemning and excluding, we can show the way of God's love and mercy that are meant for all people. All. Grace means that there is no one group of people who can claim supremacy over others, since we are all equally in need of God's forgiveness and all equally recipients of God's free, generous outpouring of grace. There are Lutherans all over the world. We come in all colors and sizes. A mighty fortress is sung in hundreds of languages and styles. I've even heard it on bagpipes. There are more Lutherans of color in the Lutheran World Federation than there are of European descent. So if culture or cuisine don't define us, what does? It is our witness to and confidence in a gracious God who in Jesus loves us to the end. This grace is too big to be contained. It breaks the divisions that we have constructed and unites all of us into one family. So, dear church, set free by God's grace, we are sent into the world. This is only possible because we find our lives in Christ. We gather around word and sacraments, and strengthened again, we are free as church together to be church for the sake of the world. I'm a Lutheran. I'm a Lutheran. Soy un Luterano. I am a Lutheran. No, i Lutheran. We are Lutheran. Dear Lutheran. I am a Lutheran. I'm a Lutheran. The Holy Gospel according to Saint Matthew, the twenty-eighth chapter. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, a lot has changed since last Trinity Sunday. Not just the COVID-19 pandemic under which we live, but also the killing of George Floyd, an unarmed, handcuffed black man by a white police officer in Minneapolis. Just a few weeks ago, we learned, many of us, of the, the shooting of Ahmaud Aubrey. But since that time, Breonna Taylor they Sean Reed. Tony McDade have also been killed. And how many others? Whose names are known only to their families and to God? Today is Trinity Sunday. It's a hard. It's a hard holiday for us to wrap our minds around. It's a difficult, a difficult concept. But. We learn about the Trinity, particularly in today's first lesson from Genesis. In this beautiful song of creation, we hear in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep. And a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And God said, and creation began, Martin Luther put it this way. So also the Christian church agrees that in this description, there is indicated the mystery of the Holy Trinity. Father created through the son whom Moses called word and over this creative work rooted the Holy Spirit. Later God says, let us make humankind in our image. This is the glorious relationship with God that spills out into all creation. God is not a lone ranger. And all of God shows up, all of God shows up, delighting in creation, caring for creation, weeping for creation, redeeming creation. I confess that I do not fully understand or even have language to describe the mystery of the Trinity. Probably won't until I finish my baptismal vocation and stand in the presence of God. I can't explain how. But I can testify to the great Lutheran question, what does this mean? God is relationship within God and flowing from God. Creation is is God's decision not to look after God's self, but focuses God's energies on creation. This Trinity, this God, this relationship is outward and overflowing. God is the one who does not grasp. As we hear in Philippians, let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as a thing to be grasped. Likewise, the spirit is poured out on us all. Again, what does this mean? God is relationship within God with the creation, with humankind and among humankind. And since we are baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, baptized into the Trinity, we are also part of this powerful, dynamic, living, giving, loving relationship with God, in God, with creation, with each other. We are inextricably woven together. No one is alone. No one is beyond the fierce tender love of God and God is not far off. God is present in creation in each of us and in all of us. God is flesh and blood made visible in Jesus of Nazareth and in every human being. God is spirit closer than our own breath. And this is how God as Trinity shows up today. God is creator. God created diversity, beautiful, vital, alive. We must reject calls for color blindness. That diminishes and washes out God's gift of diversity. We in the white majority can begin to see our siblings of color more clearly. We should be color amazed, recognizing the strength that comes with all our many colors. And God as creator made all of us in God's image. Let us make them in our image. That means all of us are a part of this relational triune God who did create all of humankind, each and every one and all of us together in God's image, all. And God is the word made flesh. Our flesh, your flesh, my flesh, George Floyd's flesh. Jesus in his passion still suffers with those who suffer. The crucifixion of an unarmed handcuffed man lying face down on the street is the crucifixion and the passion of our Lord. The crucifixion of so many, too many, black and brown people who live constantly with the violence of racism is the passion of our Lord. And God is spirit, the wind, the breath that moved over the face of the deep at creation, the breath of God that was breathed into the first earth creature, Adam. The breath of Jesus as he gave them the gift of the Spirit. The breath crushed out of George Floyd. The breath of life God had given to him. And now, church, we as the baptized, those of us baptized into the Trinity, show up. We work for an end to violence the violence of racism that kills bodies and maims souls. And we work for the end of violence brought about by lawlessness and also frustration, masquerading in some cases as protest. In the fierce love of the Trinity, we do not deny anger. In the face of the reality and equity of racial injustice, Anger is appropriate, but we use our anger to bring about change. We put out fires set to stores, workplaces, churches and property, but we ask that the spirit kindle in us the fire of justice. We work for calm and quiet throughout our country, but we remain disquieted as we search deep within ourselves. We work for peace, but not the passive peace that allows the mechanisms of racism and white supremacy to stay in place. No, the peace God alone can give that gives us the strength and courage to act. The Trinity is a relationship within God with creation, with us, and among us. Until the white majority feels in our soul that the pain and suffering of black and brown people is our own pain and suffering, it will not be safe to be black or brown in America. And until we feel in our own soul that this is our pain and our story, we are not open to the relationship that God wants to shower, share, lavish upon us as a relational God, a loving God, as a God of the Trinity, as a God who has brought us into that relationship and commands us to share that relationship and live that relationship with creation and with each other. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians ends The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. It's actually a promise. And I think marching orders for us. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is with us. The love of God is with us. The communion of the Holy Spirit is with us. And together in the communion and community of the Holy Trinity. We can make that a reality. Amen.